Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Don't sleep on the Chiefs, the will of the Bills, and somebody get Billy B a new phone. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 91 Woo! of your favorite NFL podcast as we enter into week 17. Uh, let Jeff with a G, Huck Daddy, and Weird Michael get you ready for the last week of the regular season as we head into playoffs. Look outside. It's playoff weather. I know it's been a weird year for everyone, but it uh, looks like we're going to a beauty NFL playoffs uh, just around the corner. Oftentimes, in the last 10 years, we've been heading into these NFL playoffs. You get backup quarterback versus backup quarterback in some game on Saturday afternoon you have to pretend to like. There's not really going to be any of those this year. I see a beautiful playoffs in front of all of, all of us. And uh, can't wait to be right along with you. Look who's talkers, wherever you're listening, all over the world. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, and... Vanagam and Mahaba. Uh, yeah, and again, if you're listening and all we do is say hello in your language and you don't speak a lick of English, we appreciate the support. Remember to press that subscribe button and uh, check out huckmedia.ca for any and all media needs, drone flying, pretty much everything. Uh, all 91 episodes of Look Who's Talking on Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, and Lambo, brought to you by Huck Media since day one. Uh, yeah, we're fired up. You know, it's uh, the Bills destroyed the Pats last night. Belichick, who you're always just sort of suspecting, is like playing this long game. And really, this is all part of his plan. He's like the nemesis that you just, he's never going to give you the benefit of the doubt that he's even upset. We're spanking you on Monday Night Football. Tom's going to make the playoffs. Your team's a joke. You're about to do the biggest rebuild in NFL history. And you're still not showing any emotion. And you slam that phone. And a whole bunch of people in Orchard Park were like, yeah, yeah. That's the last time I want to talk about that phone thing, okay? The more important thing is the Bills are amazing and uh, definitely one of the top four teams in the league, and they'll be hard to beat in playoff football, which is a great... I can't believe those words just came out of my lips. It's really exciting. The last time I said those words, I probably had a high-pitched voice, really big ears, and was probably running into trees and shit. I was a weird kid. But that's how long ago it was. Uh, Weird Mike, how bad do you want to be in Orchard Park right now? Uh... As bad as they get, as as bad as anybody. Yeah, they won't let us cross the border. No, but I. But, but I'm you still got that. the big ears, the short arms, and instead of running into trees, now you're running into water. Yes. So same, full same, but different. Full speed. Hashtag let them in, baby. Yeah. Chiefs are wobbling. We could get that two seed, and be hosting the AFC no, title it, game. It really looks like. Oh well, it looks like we got the two seed. If the Chiefs lose, we got the AFC title game. Another if we make mini break. Big Ben sits this week. Yep. The Bills don't have to go all in to get the two seed now because, you know, we know Mason Rudolph ain't exactly going to be lighting them up. Now, that's that's going to be a story, though. The Mason Rudolph Bowl, and yeah. as we hear in NFL Bowl season. Uh, it's great. Uh, you know, I forgot about that uh, Mason Rudolph thing. We're still missing something, and I feel like we're going to get the answer on the field. Well, this Sunday. If you, you know, if you don't remember last season, uh, you know, call keys are a thing. Memory loss. Marijuana is legal now. So if you don't remember, uh, there was a Browns Steelers game. You might not remember this because Miles Garrett is currently the Cleveland Browns nominee for Man of the Year. Walter Payton. I mean, what else the guy got to do? I'm I'm on Miles' side now. Hey, I was on Team Mason last year. I'm on Team Miles now. I think you said it though. I think there's some stuff we don't understand that's going on now. Miles Garrett claimed that there was a racial slur ushered at him by Mason Rudolph, which is why he's literally almost killed the man with his football helmet in a swing that just missed, uh, but would have 
I, 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 I'm trained in spinal injuries. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been bad. Um, anyway, so now Pittsburgh supports him wholeheartedly, which makes me think was the racial slur. I don't know. We can't speculate. Either way, Browns don't like Rudolph. If you like life and you're Mason Rudolph, you probably don't like the Browns. And now you and some backup Steelers are the only thing in the way of the first Browns playoff spot in what, 25 years? I don't think half the Steelers like Mason. No. Like there's, well, you know, here's where I was watching this game, the Steelers game, okay? Every team in the country, in the pros, in the semis, wherever, they got two and three QB sets. Some of them at the same time on the field. You've been preaching that for two, three years. Yeah. We're seeing the fruits of that now through the college game. Why the Favre don't the Steelers, who have the most immobile, unathletic, self-proclaimed, I don't want to move QB, why don't they give him a Taysom Hill. Why don't they give him a Jalen Hurts, a Jacoby Brissett, something? Everybody has a deuce except the Pittsburgh Steelers who are beholden to these aging ligaments on this abominable snow bend. Hey, that, wow, that's good. <laughs> My alliteration's really on point between Christmas and New Year's every year. The abominable year. snow bend. It really kind of ramps up. Also, have been following on the stories. It, the alliteration's <laughs> a little bit much now, If you, you know, from anyway. It's funny uh, when you say, like, you know, they're going to sit Ben for a week. I immediately pictured Ben sitting down for like, <laughs> yeah. for a week. You know, like, like Jay Glazer was talking about Ben rehabbing from his injury in the offseason, you know? And, like, you know, is he at the gym? Like, how often, whatnot? He's like, no, no, you don't understand. Glazer, like, straight up. Wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. And obviously doesn't even care enough to hide it. He's like, Ben Rosberger's, like, never seen the gym. Like, he's doesn't. Now, the other thing that came out, which is why I just came out to... Uh, Recently, right before the Colts game on Sunday, which is why the spread. How about this? I predicted you last really week did. that the it. spread would move. Recency bias. You just watched the Steelers suck against the Bengals. The spread's plus two for the Colts in Pittsburgh. What? And then it moved all the way up to minus two for the Steelers. And then a report came out in the morning uh, saying that Ben had, had hyperextended his knee three weeks ago before the Bills game. And that's why he's even looked less mobile and more like the abominable snow Ben. So, anyway, just food for thought there. That's the the a, line did move exactly like I said it would. It was pretty yeah, cool. that was that was very good. But uh, you talk about the Mason Rudolph, and it really kicks off my least favorite week of the year. Yeah, uh, you love it. I do. I hate week seventeen. I, Way too many shit flowing through the air with injuries and who's resting and who's playing for something. Remember, folks, bet with caution this week, just because they should. Prob means they won't. Okay, how many times we say the Bears got to win and the Bears lose by 13 and the guy gets fired and, hey, we thought that they had to. No, that's so much of the case. You'll hear some of that in the picks. I think you're going on the flip side. I'm going to take the other side of it. But let the chips fall and uh, without your money on the table this week, folks. That's my weird mic. Let the chips fall without your money on the table. Next week, you reload the Thor smash. Once you know who's in, little detailed weather, blah, blah, blah. This is one of my favorite topics already. Um, I can't believe I'm about to drop a JFK quote on you, but I'm going to. Wow. Yet we will not pick week 17 football games because it is easy. We will pick week 17 football games because it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Now, and I, I really mean that. I'm not just throwing that in there for fun. It, it's true. It can be actually a quite, quite the complicated week. 
A lot of BS going around. So if you're not paying attention, maybe you're busy during the holidays. I don't have kids. I'm assuming people with kids have less time. I could consume multiple sports, betting, football, handicapper shows all week. My favorite one, straight out of Vegas. Giddy up. But if you don't have time for that, this can be a rather frustrating week. There's some things that look like no-brainers, like the Browns over Mason Rudolph. But if you look further into it, I'm not saying I'm going to take the Steelers, but I know enough about the AFC North football, Cleveland Browns football, and the way shit seems to go down in Week 17. Also, the Steelers did this to the Buffalo Bills with Drew Bredsoe 15 years ago. It happens every year. It's going to happen twice. We this, just don't know which So you got to pick the games that's going to happen to. And that right there, my friend, is the rub. Because if you can pick them, they're easy. You know, if you pick the right games that are just going to be cakewalks this week, they're easy. Now, if you mispick them, it's it's a nightmare. So again, with I agree with Mike's caution. Not the day, not the week to lay the lumber. But do if you have time, do a little extra research in a couple of these games. I think it'll be really easy. And good good luck for you because this is your research. I did it for you, and I got some bangers coming up. Because you don't have kids, no. And this is a big part of your. This life. is my. This is without my flyboard. This is my kid. There you go. I got Brooke, a flyboard, a kid, and sometimes a cat. Justification <laughs> brings unification, folks. Okay. Giddy up. How's how's your almost kid doing? Uh, we have scrapped, unfortunately, the look who's talking gender reveal with the bylaw floating around Centennial Park. They are out in full force. It took a couple of sniffs seeing what's going on. So we're going to do low key this Saturday in the backyard just with the parents. Uh, stay tuned for the vid. Uh, wifey's excited. She's not my wifey. She'll get mad at that. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this Saturday, Jan second gender reveal is how she's doing, and then the ramp up begins for Weird Mike in the new year with the firm identity of set child in place. We begin <laughs> the planning, the spending, blah blah blah. Two things: one, I don't mean to, I don't want to get ha- almost kid hashtagging. Okay, this sure. Is a, I, and secondly, uh, I, whether I don't want to guess whether it's going to be a boy or a girl. One thing I do know, in about 21 years, if the Domino's pizza dude's late by about two minutes, he's getting like a 76-cent tip and a stern look. <laughs> That's old weird, Mike, man. Once, once I shifted to tips for a living, man, you pay That's out. That's true. That's true. You pay out. Cheap joke, Jeff. Cheap joke. I can yeah. do better. I'm better. I know no, you better like than that. It's like me calling you Jeff with a J, bro. Yes, How much does that hurt? That's, well, it doesn't really hurt. Yeah, I think it does. No. I wrote it once I like with a being Jeff a and G-J. you got pretty mad at me. I did not. I I got mad at you because you're very aware of my names with a G. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, uh, the Bills. You know, the whole world. It's it's so weird having the whole world talk about the Bills. Normally, as Bills fans, we are begging for some attention. You know, we put up a good fight against the Titans in a one o'clock game. We don't get a little bit of love in the highlights. We're like, what the heck? You know. Uh, the, the JP Lossman years were dark. We didn't really want to be mentioned. Now, now it's weird, man. It's everywhere, and it's kind uh, of like the Raptors when the Raptors started getting that national love from the states and stuff. Yeah, you know, from a GTA perspective. And there's this weird. I tell, correct me if I'm wrong, Bills fans, because look, I am cheer. I am. I am so all in on this team. I love them. I love them. I love them. But the fact that we can't go to any of these games, it is. It is this weird. I feel like Carson Wentz must have felt when Nick Foles was throwing his sixth touchdown against Billy B. Interesting. Where it's like, man, I'm so happy. This is my team. But 
fuck me. Like, I want to be on the field. Like, I'm not on the field. I want to be at that AFC championship game if they get it. And it's just this weird melancholy that it's happened to me. Like, I want them. I don't. I want that. I want it all to happen. It's a couple of loose border crossings out the Vermont Montreal way. Yeah, there's got to be something that, right? that people have been getting through, uh, you know, through some hard times yeah. and whatnot. Uh, so if you know push comes to shove and they do host the AFC title game, uh, you know I'm going to explore any and all angles. Trump's wall to was, get there. Trump's wall was all with Mexico. Like we got basically like some maple trees and like hashtag let us in. That's a thing, eh? I said that four yeah. months ago. Like yeah. let us in is now. Anyway, trending, you know, as they say. If you know any ways to illegally get into the United States from the greater Toronto area and are thinking of trying it, please contact the show at Hughes Talking or at Weird Mike. He, he's got a van and a bus. We can bring a lot of people. Good bus karma coming through in the story time. Anyway, thanks for the watch. We're not folks. a very religious show, but I would like to thank God for the Wyoming farm tank <laughs> and uh, him landing in Buffalo and uh, his Michael Irvin, as the herd brought up, which I totally agree with. It is like watching Aikman and Irvin. Where you you literally sat back when we were kids and you watch Aikman just you knew start of the game was John Madden Pat Summerall the two best by the way ever uh, and you were gonna watch Aikman throw to Urban all game and he was gonna catch seventy percent of them and they were he was gonna score one point eight touchdowns a game and they were gonna win except versus like San Fran or Favre and that was the NFC and it was awesome and I think the new AFC is similar to that where you got Kansas City is the new San Fran. They are the system with mm. the best talented player in the league. San Fran had the, Bill Walsh's new passing system, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, and it was the, the perennial, like KC's not going anywhere. For the next 10 years, they'll be one of the final three, four teams in the AFC, barring major injury to Pat. For real. How long was the contract, the half bill? I believe it. Uh, you know, it's a good point. I'm not sure. I think it was a 12-year contract or something like that. How many ten? final fours in, those, in that 10-year half billion? I would say over seven and a half. Whoa. Whoa. What, what, what did New England just do? I don't know. Seven and a half? They've, I think they've just made... I, I, think they, I think they made a... I'll take the under. I think they made 10 of 12 final fours. The I'll Pats take, did. I'll take the under, Hugh. Decade-long friend bet. Right now, right now. Okay, what I want any including last. Okay, year. but I want any injury, any any season-ending injury to Patrick Mahomes, or any injury that's over seven games, to not count that year. Hey, how are they going to find the next Matt Castle, man? Come on, <laughs> that's that's what I said. That's why it's a friend bet. Okay, there's a lot of lot of ifs, well, I would lot make, of ands. Well, you uh, if you wanted to add the injury, then I would go down to like six and a half, maybe five and a half. Anyway, here's here's no, what, hold on, hold on. Oh, let me finish the thought. San Fran was that in the NFC for a decade. They were going to be there in the playoffs. You had to sort of, you had to beat them, luckily, or by building a better team than them. That's Kansas City. But let me tell you something. And the way that the Cowboys came into the league having a blast, like like they scored a touchdown. It was a party in Dallas. You had a young Jerry Jones just being like, "This is amazing. This is what it's like to one best decision ever." You know, <laughs> best decision ever. And they came in and they lost. First year, tough one. They finally found a way to beat the Niners. They had to get Emmett Smith to do it, and that's where I'm getting at. Because these Bills, they're the new America's team. They are the new Cowboys, but we're missing one of the triplets. And that scares me. As a Bills fan, as a guy rooting for the Bills, as a guy with the futures bet now on the Bills to win it, because if I get Bills Chiefs, it's amazing out of them both. But that's the one thing I'm scared of. 
because it looks great against Denver and a really tired Steelers team. But we've already played the Chiefs this year. We sure could have used a Farvin running back. Who do you want to be the the third triplet? You want to, is it coming up from well, the college ranks, Jonathan, or do you or do you want, want to steal Jonathan somebody? Taylor. I want a Jonathan Taylor in the draft. We didn't get him. Nah, he's not it. Le'Veon Bell looks a bit slower than I had perceived, yes. but I would still like him if we had picked him up. I I think we'd be better. No, so, triplet is a name, man. Sure. Uh, well, who's Travis Etienne? End of the first round go. next year. Love it. Let's go. Anyway, we're gonna talk more Bills later. We might even be talking some Clemson because it's a college football playoff. And it matters. And it fucking matters. And it's awesome. And it's And I don't know what you're doing Friday, but if you're a fan of this show, you should be watching those two games back to back. Uh, Yeah. It shouldn't be hard. It's a pandemic. Stay in on Friday and control the remote. That's the New Year's episode. Wow. The quietest New Year ever, eh, Hugh? Yeah. Feliz Año. Bon Ane. Happy New Year. Feliz Ano Nuevo. Feliz, is that Christmas? No, Feliz Navidad is Merry Christmas. Okay, and Feliz, Feliz Año, 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 Año Nueva. You got to throw the Nueva in there. You go. I don't even know what Nueva means, but it sounds kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, oh, I'd like to replace that instead of saying now. Like, you know, hey, I want that now. No, no, no. I want that Nueva. I want to throw a disclaimer out on the week 17 that I mentioned earlier. And... Uh, a forecast for the playoffs. We're in that in-between zone. Bad coaching is running rampant in the NFL right now. Cliff Kingsbury, I don't give a shit how nice your house is. Very okay? nice. Fourth and two on your own 29, down two with seven minutes left, and you go for it? They never got back into the game. Their QB's now hurt trying to chase that possession. Stefanski in Cleveland? That was a weird one. That they've was... never thrown more, and they've never had less talent. Yeah, what, what, what happened there? I don't care if you, lo- you lose with your ace, you lose with your running game. You put your best foot forward. You know Baker can cough up the big game. You've done so well. It was so weird. Oh, guys. Sometimes when you bring stuff up, and I'm like, no, there's probably an explanation for that. Like, we're not the coaches. That one, you, I have yet to hear... Any good explanation of why they, why Chubb and Hunt just didn't run through the Jets? Yeah, well, now, starting for Arizona, because Cliff tried to chase points late, was starting for the, the CFL kid. Oh. Kyler's out. Yeah, no? I heard this on the Pat McAfee show. Chris Chavolsky. Say again? Chris Chavolsky from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers is the backup quarterback on the Arizona Cardinals. Guy's a gamer. If you watch some of his... Yeah, well, he's about to get his ass dropped by an angry Aaron Donald yes. at SoFi. Problem with, for Aaron Donald's offense is they're being run by either Blake Bortles, it looks like, or John Wolford. Oh, you got to give Blake the ball, no? He's got to go through COVID protocols because they just signed him. They just yeah, get signed Blake him. in there. Get Blake in there. Either way, I don't know. <laughs> stay away. A lot of people are on the Cardinals, but stay away. Just, yeah, stay away. Yeah, hundred percent. Two away. backups going. Very entertaining stuff, though. Sure, with the Canadian football. Oh, I, like, I love the storylines. Even though you're like, oh, it's a backup quarterback. Like even watching Ryan Finley beat the Steelers on Monday night last week. It it's the best moment of this guy's life. Yeah, that, and we're and we're like, good stuff. and like he's smiling running the end zone. Like, oh my god, I just beat the Steelers. Like, what the fuck's going on? So I love that about the NFL. You know, I tilt my handicap uh, a lot more to the coaching and the playoffs, who I can trust to kick the field goal. Instead of chasing it early, who I can trust to punt or vice versa. Uh, and that's sort of what I kind of hang my hat on. And I've been very good in the playoffs. 
the last few years. So just a little heads up, folks. There was It's been ramping up. It kind of peaked here at week 16 and put some teams in some really tough spots. Arizona at home versus the third-string Niners. Can't clinch. Getting out coached. He's got to out-coach his pants off. That was uh, a pair. I was listening to something on the on the weekend. That was Vegas's uh, one of their biggest handles, like in Vegas's favor of the of the whole football year. The sharps and public alike were on Arizona. They like they couldn't stretch that number enough. But CJ Beathard, the Beathard. Iowa connection, runs deep with Kittle. Those yep. guys are like blood brothers, bro. These yep. guys fuse their palms. In the second year, in the fucking the hallways, I don't even know where that stadium is. But anyway, a lot of college this week. I'm excited. Can I get a? Can we talk? Can we t- Ohio yes. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got the college football playoff. Just quickly, we got well, not quickly, but uh, we got Ohio State. I believe it's an eight point spread. I, I, I can't hold it. I'm, Ohio I'm, State uh, facing Clemson in the first game, five o'clock on Friday. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yes. And the second game, we got Notre Dame and Alabama. It's a 20-point spread. And when I say at Alabama, these are neutral site games. There's. Do you know why Ohio State's going to cover the eight points, Jeff? Uh, I hope you're going to tell me because we are a gambling show. Two words. You ready? Yeah. Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> okay. Not the two words I was expecting. Follow me. Even Huckster's laughing. That's why I know <laughs> I'm on to something. Yeah, yeah. When the Huckster busts into laughter. Justin Fields is... is and does not want to be looped into this Ohio State QB quarterback group. There's a whole bunch of them. Troy Smith, Haskins. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. There's about four or five of Cardell them. Jones. Carterell Jones. Moments of brilliance flustered out in the NFL. If anything, guys, I think this Lawrence hype has peaked. New York didn't want him. Jacksonville doesn't even have a choice anymore. I feel like it's two different energies going into the same game and the eight points is just too much um and it's it's my weird pick sprinkle i, okay. I couldn't hold it it was okay. a, it was ohio state buckeye nut yep that i just dropped there it's the sprinkle on the buckeyes ohio state plus eight all day new year's day happy new year feliz nuevo año feliz año nuevo now ah nueva let me let me counter that uh, just for a second. So Dwayne Haskins, because he sucks, Buckeyes cover. Yes, I heard the handicap of the two energies of the meeting and creating the kind of a psychic plasma of an Ohio State cover. Now, just to get into a bit more of the football of it, uh, these two teams played last year in the college football playoff. Uh, they've actually played multiple times in the college football playoff. And Ohio State is yet to win. Ohio State's a they're powerhouse, Big Ten. This is no farming around. Uh, I don't think that Clemson's faced an offense as potent as Ohio State this whole year. And they've given up, they gave up some points to uh, Notre Dame. Uh, (laughs) Ohio State was winning this game last year, literally a year ago. 16 nothing. 16 nothing. That's not an accident. So the the athletes on Ohio State at receiver, especially if they have uh, is it Oliveira? Everybody's back. Everybody's back. That's the other thing. This everyone's going a little hard on Ohio State because last time we saw them play, they were missing thirteen guys against Northwestern and struggled, but still eventually pulled away with an easy win. 
There was like 13 guys. This is college. This is not a pro football program where you used to have practice squad professional men who have studied playbooks and are professional football players. This is like freshman Joe. Hey, how you doing, buddy? You know, get out of the get away from the water fountain. We need you at defensive end this week against Northwestern. So I got Coach O'Day. I got Justin Fields with some added 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 pressure to play the Juice. best game of his life. He he. His stock is is it needs to rise. Yeah, and I feel like Lawrence's college stock has peaked. Well, either way, even Zach Wilson's climbing the charts on the everybody's climbing. Everybody wants up Justin, hundreds of millions of dollars. And college is funny like that. Seven games to decide this guy's career, and it's really all coming down to one of where he's going to get drafted. If he lays an egg, he could go second round like Jalen Hurts. You think that sounds crazy right now? But it could happen. Uh or. He, he beats Clemson in Ohio State's best victory in five years. The whole world talks about it for, you know, the entire week. And then he goes and plays a good game against Bama because, as Florida just proved, Ohio State could put up points against Bama. No one can stop Bama on offense right now. Syracuse hung a 30-rack on Clemson, okay? There's points to be had yes. there. Yes, there and is. There will points to be they, had they lost. They lost a lot of players to the NFL. It's hard to keep replacing them. So that's, that's why Bama's getting scored on. The reverse osmosis of energy. I agree with the sprinkle. Into the new year. You agree with the plus I agree eight? with the sprinkle, and I rarely bet ever against Clemson. So I've been riding Clemson for four years. Yeah, they're a fun team to ride. They were a big dog last year. We took them. Yep. Um, but shoes on the other foot. The hunger is now with the dog. It's weird. You got Lawrence and Etienne, who for the first time in their career now are like, yo, like just a little voice in the back of their head. I know their players are not actually thinking this, but... Yeah, don't get hurt. Why do you think it's little? I'm, There's I'm, hundreds of millions of dollars. I know. It's a loud voice, and everybody in their life is constantly talking about yeah, it. I would... Big voice. Either way, it's just it's a bit different, where like you just... like I don't know. I'm taking Ohio State, plus eight. And uh, even if they get down, I'll live bet Ohio State uh, to win. I don't know. I'm smiling because you're getting down with the sprinkle. Oh uh, yeah, hey. six and one. What, what was what was the was the Titans the sprinkle or the smash last the week? The Titan was the sprinkle. Uh, it was a slight derail. Yep. Um, but the smash back on track. The Bears. The Bears alt yep. line hit it hard. There you go. Uh, and that's important, folks, because the smash is what gets you through the playoffs. The sprinkle carries you when you're a little bit off, but now the smash is going to hold steady through the playoffs. Can't wait for the Hugh picks. You're four and one last week, right? Four, one and one. We got back on Woo! track after two losing weeks. We are 52, 42 and two. Well, you dropped uh, the second I push. I put it on Instagram. What was the second push this week? Uh, the Chargers plus oh. at, at minus three. They're up 16, six in the fourth quarter. What are you going to do? Six minutes. They left. don't know how to win games. It's a, it's a, there's an actual coaching strategy to winning football games. You can't just be good at football. You know, <laughs> it's different. Uh, okay, so one more thing before we head on to next week, which is, uh, you know, basically the first playoff week of the season. And they got play-ins. One team goes home. One team keeps playing football. It's a playoff week. So you call it the play-ins. Whatever. The playoffs. You can call whatever you want. I like it. Um, Makes me like week 17 a I touch more. I can't believe I dropped a JFK. I think I nailed that JFK impression. What do you think, Hawk? Not bad, eh? Big fan of uh, JF. Any history, I just read. Huck's up. a little quiet with that Titan beat down this week. That's cool. Huck's got his, his girlfriend's birthday is like tomorrow. Whoa, and he's lady plot, Huckster. He's plotting flower arrangements for Kristen. Little rose petal bath, maybe? What do you Happy think? birthday, doer. Uh, okay, one more thing. What happened to the Steelers? Or what happened to the Steelers Colts game? 
Okay, one more thing. Last thing. I had the Steelers. The public had the Colts for about three quarters. The Colts looked like they were on their way to the playoffs. Division win. I'll tell you what happened. The Colts were trending towards the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then 38 minutes later, they were out of the playoffs. Yeah. So you fill in the gaps, Hugh. Okay. Tell you one thing. Uh, <laughs> everyone forgot about the Steelers' defense. When, uh, when Cincinnati beat them, okay, the Steelers' offense had fumbled a couple times and gave them really short fields. So you see Cincinnati puts up, put up all these points against the Steelers, and you're like, maybe the defense isn't that good. Actually, no. They're still like the top three defense in the league. Um, they're a well-coached defense. They're a prideful defense, and they got like six first-rounders on that defense, even though they're missing uh, one or two of them. So everyone forgot about that. They made some adjustments. They got a little lucky with a bad pass interference call, but that's football. Also, Phillip Rivers in cold weather, he doesn't know how to win important football games. He's just a good football player. Okay? When he needs to just hold on to the ball and take a sack, he doesn't. He keeps looking. It's, he plays the first quarter and fourth quarter the same way. He's always been like that. So I will pick against Phillip Rivers in important cold weather games probably for the rest of his career. I've been doing it for most of his career, and it's paid off handsomely. Okay? Every time he went to Baltimore, Pittsburgh, or New England, he lost. That's what he does. He's got nine kids. He doesn't know. He doesn't know when to pull out. He doesn't know when to put the ball away in the fourth quarter. He doesn't seem to know when to check to a run. They were up twenty-four-seven for a division title, and they just like you know what? Let's just let's huck it around like we're playing recess ball against the most sniper-like. Uh, defense in the league. Someone that's on the coaching. We're hanging this all yeah, on Phil. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I like Frank Wright. I've been following the Colts intently all year, making a lot of money with them. They've blown a lot of second quarter leads. They've always got lucky in the end to win by six or seven. So you didn't think, you know, they still covered and they still won. Weird but, team. Weird team. But they got dominated in every second half of the second half and of this season. They, they just don't put any any multitude of games together. Like they they smoke the Lions. You're like, okay, this is what they are, and they get smoked by the Browns at home. And you're like, okay, is this what they are? Yeah, I was laughing very, so very hard when you were talking about Rivers and against the cold. And just a quick thought here, I remember I think it was an AFC divisional, and the 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 Chargers were rolling into Foxborough, and I was loving the Chargers. I think it was about two or three years ago, and I was ready to put like eight or nine hundred bucks on this live dog. I just thought Tom was done, and we were having a dart before the game. And you came up to me like my dog died, Jeff, and be like, "You know what, Mike? Just don't do it, okay? <laughs> just, just don't do the Rivers bet. It's not going to happen today." Yeah. You know, I've never really done this. You always let you do what you want. I'm I asking you as a friend, Mike. <laughs> don't make the bet. Yeah. And I was like. I think I dialed it down a bit. Did. I didn't want you to, so I didn't nut up eight or nine hundred. I got about two or three. Because we have to, we have, we see each other multiple sure. times a week now. <laughs> so you, I, I, you don't want to hear that. I told you so. Yeah, a seventy dollar I told you so is different than like a three hundred dollar I told you so. Correct. And I like that about us too, Mike, because we have differenti differentiating opinions. But we often watch together, and we let each other do our thing. And if if there's ever a really strong stand. Like sometimes you know I'm anti Ravens because of like my Steelers bias slightly, and you come up to me on those games. And you're like, you're an idiot on this Ravens stuff right now. And sometimes you're right. Sometimes I'm right. Yeah, look out, AFC. Sometimes Lamar can throw. Sometimes he can't. But I'll tell you one thing. That's the one team I do not want the Bills to play Nobody in the first round. Wants to play. I don't want to play the Ravens. Stopping Lamar Jackson is a real fucking problem. And you can figure it out sometimes, but it takes a lot of effort, a lot of speed, and just it's hard. Whereas stopping other guys, it's not as hard. You can play a great game and not stop Lamar, you know? 
And you can play a great game against other teams and win, and you're just going to win. Motherfucker's hungry, man. He's oh. hungry. Other years he was fed. Now he's hungry. Okay. So we were 4-1-1 one, and one for our point spread picks last week. The one we lost was the Vikings, so it really felt like almost a perfect weekend because that was so long ago. Alvin Kamara uh, has the best Christmas of his, of his life and ties uh, Gail Sayers and Nerve, Nerf Kelly or something like that. Nevin, uh, something like did that. Did you know the guy, the guy he was the tied 20s. with? The guy he was tied with in the 20s mm. gave up two home runs to Babe Ruth. I saw that. Okay. Sports are, That's how long yeah. this record has stood. This guy was an NFL stud. Two sport athletes were a big thing. Big thing back then. <laughs> oh, you're an athlete? Oh, sweet. I got a baseball team for you to play on. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. Or pitch a ball. Yeah, sure. You know, let me hop off the train in Chicago. I'll hop in for the seventh inning. Yeah. Give me some peanuts. See? <laughs> also, I feel like Kyler Murray's watching that stat, you know, and just be like, see, well, I should just I should just go play. I feel I really feel like he's going to baseball at some point. Um, I want to apologize for jumping on top of your winning week. It's okay. The Ohio State got me super excited. Please. Also, I, I love the movie Rudy. I've always been a big Notre, fan of Notre Dame, but I, and I don't see Notre Dame beating Alabama in any way, shape, or form this weekend. So just be wary of that. <laughs> uh, but good year for the Irish. But as as Coach Palmy said, um, what do you say in the group chat? It was pretty. It was pretty on point about the, about the Irish getting in. The Irish getting in were like the the weird dude finding out he made the team beside Rudy in the movie. Oh yeah. Did you make the team? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, Unfortunately yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The backup quarterback. Correct. Yeah, my dad's. You know. Anyway, daddy issues. Okay. Uh, again, it's week seventeen, so there's some things to just games to, to really avoid. And then I think I've I think I've done enough research here to help you out pick the games that are actually going to be pretty easy. So get them before the spread changes. By you hear that by the time you hear this, I think it'll be going in my direction. So get out early. It's the week to pick early. Here we go. You. All right, Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Last week of the play of the season. We are fired up. Thanks to all of our Look Who's Talkers for participating in the Look Who's Talking at Team LTD Championships. Prizes going to the top three, and uh, we'll talk about that later on in the show. Two guys just surpassed me. We'll have, maybe we'll have you on the show, but uh, it's been a good year for us, me, Weird Mike, and even Hux Titans, who he picks every week. So thanks for listening. Hope we made you some shekels by the amount of sharing you did for Hughes Holiday Helpers. It looks like we did. So let's all win together. And uh, God bless you for the almost $1,000 we raised for Hughes Holiday Helpers. Pick number one. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints minus six and a half over the Carolina Panthers. Yes, Carolina's been a great dog all year. But it's the end of the year. Now the writing's on the wall. They just fired the GM. The GM that signed the quarterback of your team. What's that mean? The owners like the quarterback. Because you lost eight of nine games in the middle of the year with a lot of good weapons and a pretty good defense. <laughs> this is not the team. So now everyone in that dressing room is looking around being like, you know what? I, I feel like they're making a core here, and I'm not part of it. <laughs> Besides DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, a couple of linemen. Yeah, everyone else, including Teddy, you're going to be wearing a new jersey soon. I like New Orleans. 
They've had the extra three days off to prepare for this game. Trying to get that number one seed, at least hold on to the number two seed. New Orleans, you got an old quarterback. You got a coach who they like their habits. They want to play as many playoff games in the Superdome, whether it's Pope whistleblowers or not. They want these home playoff games badly. You will get maximum effort out of a much better roster. And I think the Saints smash them because they don't even want to take any chances. Ideally, they could take Drew out of the game in the fourth quarter. That's how badly they want to win this game. Okay, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a lot of the same reasons. I'm getting minus six and a half against a team with max effort with an extra day or two to prepare. In fact, Tom Brady didn't even play the second half, okay? Most of the second half. They destroyed the Lions. They were missing Ronald Jones at the time. I know because everyone was so shifty on the Bucks about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and they lost to the Rams, it's hard to get believe what you're seeing, but believe it. Detroit's a real defense, and they just made them look like a JV defense. They didn't even have Ronald Jones. They just look explosive right now. They seem to be clicking with all their weapons. Antonio Brown's running the right routes. Uh, Chris Godwin has found some nice chemistry with uh, Tom Brady now. So you get Ronald Jones back in there. You got the offensive line with this rookie, this monster rookie. Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa actually playing with, with it's not his third game anymore you can't just expect these guys to beat Tyron Smith in their third game loving all the Iowa talk yeah anyway take the Bucks minus six and a half over the Falcons the Falcons everything about them is done okay if you're kind of kind of hurt this game don't play uh yeah six and a half I think that goes up to seven and a half move along taking the Dallas Cowboys minus three Look, they've been playing some good football since the bye. They, all their weapons have been healthy. It's just It was just Andy Dalton who got COVID right around the time he was starting to understand this offense and play with all these first reps. He got COVID. And that's when Dallas fell off the map for three weeks because they didn't have a quarterback with a new coaching system. All of it was just so new. Zeke was underperforming. Well, now nobody's underperforming on that team. Jalen Smith looks like the all-Notre the all Dame linebacker that he was. Um... They're playing good football. Andy Dalton's playing good football. So I got Andy Dalton, again, in his 300th game. He's played like six playoff games. This isn't even maybe top 10 of his most important games, but it is now. And we're going to get max effort out of a very healthy Dallas Cowboys team coming in uh, against a a low-flying New York Giants offense right now. So I got Daniel Jones with his hamstring problem, not as much of a runner. And let me tell you, that was the best part of of their offense. Wayne Gallman is not going to win you a playoff game, and make no mistake, that's what this is going to be. The only thing about this game that scares me is Jason Garrett. And if that's the only thing about this scares me, about this game that scares me, I'm not that scared. Good effort, Giants. But Dallas takes this one, and I think they take the division because even though I'm not picking it, I think the Eagles will beat the Redskins. Not the Redskins, football team. You know what I mean. All right, Mike, you should like this one. For the second time all year, and the first time definitely is a double-digit favorite. I am joining the flock and taking the Baltimore Ravens, who, (laughs) when they are firing the way they're firing, they're hard to stop, which is why I'm terrified as a Buffalo Bills fan of possibly playing them uh, in the next round. Now, if they win this game, like I think they're going to, they will not uh, be the ones facing the Bills because I believe we'll have the second seed and they will be five. So thank the Lord for that. Nice. Yes. Uh... The, the way they're using Lamar Jackson and, and J.K. Dobbins right now is the way that I thought they would use it all year. I thought they underused J.K. Dobbins all year. He should be getting 40% of their snaps. He's that effective. And the fake to him is so effective that that's why Lamar's getting open. They 
because Ingram was so slow and Gus Edwards doesn't have any sort of game-breaking speed, the fakes to those guys on these RPOs, which are more just ROs, <laughs> uh, everyone can sell out for Lamar a little more. The Steelers certainly do. Yeah, you you send Gus Edwards to the outside, okay? We got Minka. He's going to chase him down. That's not a first down. We'll send three guys to Lamar's side, and we'll make sure that he doesn't beat us. But they're using J.K. Dobbins a lot more, and I think I just like the way they're playing on defense. I don't think... Uh, I think the Baltimore rolls 11 and a half. Take it. They're going to make sure they're playing good football. Ravens flock. I'm hopping in. Move over. <laughs> okay, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. Minus seven and a half. I'm getting max effort. For, for sure. Just kind of embarrassed on national television. Kind of a bad game plan. Look, when Tennessee does well, all the, all the remember... Whenever I remember a good Titans victory... Okay, remember the Titans... It's when they throw bombs early so that you have to move the safeties back and Derek can run against the Ravens last year. Bombs early. Get the lead early. Tannehill's got the arm. He's got the accuracy. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. Don't run uh, Derek Henry right off the bat. That's what everyone expects you to do. It was weird. Anyway, now the big thing about this line, this is minus seven and a half. So there's a hook there against the Houston Texans. Uh, if you saw what happened to Deshaun Watson at the end of the Bengals game, they were driving, about to win the game, possibly kick a field goal against the Bengals. The only game I lost on my pool spread. Same. I had the Jets boxed. I'm sure you did too. Anyway, and then the rest of it was kind of the chalk. So it wasn't going to be a big win anyway. But he, when he went to throw, without seeing that there was a guy's helmet there, the d defender's helmet, Deshaun Watson caught his arm and fingers in the helmet, in the face mask of another guy. It was really weird. He's listed as questionable. And I have one question to anyone who's actually running the Houston Texans right now, because I don't even know who it is. But good God, this year's been an unimaginable disaster. The only way it can get worse. You could lose 70 nothing to the Titans. No, it doesn't matter. If some sort of major injury happens to Deshaun Watson while you're playing him in this meaningless game when you're 4-11 and 11 in the, pen, the year of the plague. With an interim coach. With an interim coach. Well, fire yourself, okay? And the final act that you do, fire yourself. Romeo, Captain Ewok, Watson family, sit down. The year's over. Let the Titans roll, because they will. So I am banking that uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't play, and that spread's going to go up to like 10.5. So get on it early while he's questionable. But if you saw what happened to his hand and arm, I don't think he plays. And the Titans are good enough to win anyway. So even if he happens to play, it's not the worst pick ever. And uh, I'm going all chalk this week. Again, playoff teams versus non-playoff teams. And I want to make sure I'm getting max effort. I got the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks facing a division foe going into San Francisco, which is actually going into Arizona. So there you go. You got a weird neutral site game. Seahawks prime for the playoffs, wanting as high as, as high a seed as possible as they can get to play as many games as possible in Seattle. Fans are no fans. You do not want to go up there for your New Orleans. And this is what we're talking about. New Orleans, Seattle, they both win their wildcard games. There's the game. Is it in Seattle or New Orleans? So you're getting max effort out of both those teams because there's not two buys anymore. So there's this extra playoff team that you're getting max effort out of, and I believe I picked all of them. So anyway, Seahawks versus CJ Beathard and uh, a bunch of backups on defense. I believe they might even have uh, Warner. So San Fran, just like Houston, the year's over. Okay? 
just rest everybody. <laughs> everybody. It's been an unimaginable disaster. The plague. Just move on next year. Maybe get a new quarterback. I would. Those are your U-picks. You got the Saints by six and a half. Dallas minus three. The Buccaneers minus six and a half. The Baltimore Ravens minus 11 and a half. The Titans minus seven and a half. The Seattle Seahawks minus five and a half. Woo! You! Je- Jeffrey. Fave sag, the rebuts. Chalk week. What he got? You know, I don't, uh, never been crazy about the chalk. But I'm also, not usually either. I've also made it abundantly clear I'm not crazy about this week. Week 17, the chalk week, Usually I think. combined with the college football playoff allows a little let loose. What I find is the dogs are usually dogged for a, a much more important reason, yes. which I can like actually give a higher weight, weight to. And as a dog better, that doesn't suit my exactly, style. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, I forgot, I can't believe you didn't mention it. If they win... They hold on to the five seed. And they play the NFC East. Yes. Yes. Uh, sorry. I was a, bring a, th- a tune-up playoff right. game. Right. I was going to bring that up after. So this is all... Li- I'll talk about this after, in a second. But yeah, that's... Uh, it's, lining up for, it's lining up where they play the NFC East, a.k.a. the exact playoff game you want. Probably. Atlanta left it all on the field in KC last week. I love the Tampa pick. New Orleans, not sure, just because uh, Carolina's a live dog. Um, anyway, not crazy about that one. Dallas, streaking. Yeah. Garrett Bowl. Garrett Bowl. The Garrett Bowl, they're, they're winning. They're streaking. They're scoring. They're having a little bit of fun. McCarthy finally got the reins on this. And like you said, the Giants are literally going nowhere fast. Like Wayne Gallman for Prez, that is dead. This will be the first time that Jason Garrett's in an important game as a coach at, at the Jerry Dome. And Dallas is winning, and he's clapping. <laughs> Watch out for those Seahawks in the desert. Russ has had some really weird games, including the Super Bowl on that slick track. And Beat Hard's got he's he's the beating heart of this team right now. I farvin love your indoor weather reports. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to that stadium and the, the, the field slick didn't retract. Track, slick. Anyway, the point is is that the Niners are a bad team that doesn't think they're a bad team that would like a little bit of mojo going back into uh the offseason. Yep. Kyle Shanahan cemented as the coach. Uh, Kittle, they got some foundational pieces. Yep. I think it's too much. It's the only one I really disagree with. I find week week 17, if you're betting on Mojo going into the offseason, it's just not good for your wallet. It's like, I really thought this team would come out with some moxie. I want to see what the Atlanta Falcons did week 17, the year after they lost the Super Bowl. Sure. A little little gauge there for Leslie! And of course, Ravens flock. Always and forever. Yeah, Leslie's a big uh, Young Ho Kim fan, fan, so she's Young Ho Kim. Young Ho Kim. She's crying for him still. Uh, That was a slice, a kicker's slice out of the upright. That was super. Man, I I was thinking about boxing that game, weirdly. I didn't. But I'm like, when we was lined that up, I'm like, this would have been the box of boxes. Um, Tennessee, seven and a half. If Deshaun plays, no brainer. I mean, who's the backup there? Tom Savage still? Is that who's still <laughs> kicking around? I don't know. He he was starting playoff games in that playoff game nobody wanted to Who watch. Who am I thinking of, by the way, when whenever they that name gets said, I think of some eighties actor with a big mustache. Who Fred Savage? Fred okay, no. Wonder years? Who's the guy that Monica was was uh was like her, her boyfriend Tom, uh, was Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Magnum PI. There we go. Magnum PI. You remembered him from Friends. The guy was a legendary <laughs> 80s icon. I was I was he was I, banging chicks on convertibles in the early right, 80s, man. I was a baby. So I didn't know he was well, banging chicks. I'll tell chicks. you Chuck Hewlett was a big fan. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. 
You know Chuck Hewlett, my dad, he had hair down to his down to his belly button. Come on, for like two years. He hiked across the United States, like he was just yeah, hippie. Got his masters uh, at McGill and literally just went on a tour of the of North America with his buddy. He doesn't like to talk about it. Like it's some sort of like thing. No, 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 honey, we don't talk about that. Dad, I'm I'm 36. Okay, why don't you tell me these stories before you forget them? <laughs> <laughs> man, maybe I'll have a heart to heart with Renzo on the heels of that uh, recommendation. I'm telling you, man. A couple of uh, all the look who's talkers dads out there. What up? Yeah, we've Happy been New Year. Andrew McElhinney, red hot with his picks. Scorching hot, I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, you know, just a, a final thing. I think the Ravens have been saving Dobbins, knowing that they're going to have this accelerated push towards yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. They had four or five backs in the stable. Sure. They rode Gus the bus when they were down and out. J.K. Dobbins, man. J.K. Dobbins and, and, and Lamar and all the little fakes with, with Hollywood Brown running across the front. It's, I don't want to face that. I don't want to face that. I want to rely on my safeties and defensive ends chasing down Lamar Jackson for third downs. Give me anything else in the first round of the playoffs, please. All right. Second half of the gambling donut. Sprinkled the state. Sprinkled the, the Ohio State. Plus eight. The Ohio State. That was the sprinkle. That was the sprinkle. Now I'll give you the smash, folks. Weird pick is 14, 10, and 1 on the year. 1 and 1 last week. 56% on the year. 25 games picked. Officially qualifies for that. And the smash, like I said, is back on track. I'm taking the second hottest team in the NFL. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 plus three and a half at Fuckhead Foxborough. Billy B and the organizational hate that the Jets have for the Patriots will reign supreme on the most meaningless, nobody giving a shit game. The Jets have won two in a row. Darnold fighting for his job like his house is on fire, which it might be in Southern California. A lot of shit going on for this guy. <laughs> He's finally got the mojo and the receivers going. Uh, they beat Cleveland with, I'm telling you, they, they were winning that game. That was a box, 1,000%. Remember, the Jets' first win should have been against the Patriots on Monday. Nick Folk screwed everybody out of that. So, divisional game, it's plus three and a half, second hottest team. I hate the Pats. You should too. They're now in for the draft pick. Billy B's tossing phones. Cam Newton can't throw past an Argos backup. It's over, Cam. Sorry. It's over. Love you, but it's over. I used to like Jared Stidham. Saw a couple Auburn games. Maybe the kid had some game or some moxie. Nothing. No, it doesn't seem so. Get the third string in there. See what he's got. Their best player is the punter, Jake Bailey, for Pro Bowl, by the way. Uh, Jets just want it more. They're getting three. Two teams literally going in the same direction, but so opposite. Jets is the smash, and it gets it back on track for the playoff season. 56% at Weird Mike for prop walks and prop stories. Um, been a wild, wild season. Again, slow start, ugly third, hot finish. There's sometimes, I love you, man. There's some real <laughs> classic weird mic stuff in this show sometimes. Folks, as we get prepared for week 17, and I'm not saying there's a whole bunch of just classic football games on this Sunday. There's, there's some good ones. But as you lock in to Red Zone, sit on your couch, you lay out your tickets, prepare your Canadian 
garden stuff into a nice thing of paper and go outside and smoke it at 1257. When you're walking back in, getting on your seat on that couch in this pandemic era where you're probably watching alone or with your spouse. <laughs> and she says to you, honey, what game are we going to focus on today? <laughs> well, I listened to the Look Who's Talking podcast and where Mike's pretty sure about these Jets. <laughs> so here we are. Screw Red Zone. We're locking in on Jets Patriots. Channel 114, I got Atlantic the Jets. Global. I got the Jets at three and a half. How weird of a league is it I love that it, the second worst team is the second hottest team? I don't want, what, what kind of planet is this? I don't want anything to do with that game. No? You staying the far away? I'm staying the far away. So, State plus eight. Jets plus three and a half. I've taken state. I'm just, I, I, I'm just ignoring the Jets game exists. I'm probably going to box it, but I would lean the Jets if I had to take somebody. Just a weird, because the Jets are locked into the number two pick anyway. So very excited. It's just Darnold playing for good tape and just being better. Big weekend for Weird Mike. College football Friday, gender reveal Saturday, week 17 Sunday. Gun to your head. Do you think it's a dude or a, a lady? I think it's going to be a girl because of several reasons that I can't say on air. All right. The next time I see each of you, you can ask Does me. Does that have something to do with socks? Dewey's pretty, pretty set on the socks. No, thing. no, I'm not into the sock thing. Kobe was, though. Swore by Apparently, Clarkson. By the way, the myth, folks. They're professional athletes. They swear by it. The myth, folks, if you wear socks, you have a boy. Is that is that it? Or you don't wear socks? Uh, while, you're, while you're consummating, while you're, what's the word I'm looking for? Consummate? Impregnating. <laughs> while you're, you guys said while that. you're impregnating, you should wear socks to have a boy. I think that's it. But I am uh, feeling blessed during this bizarre week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, shout out to all the in-laws uh, that I uh, stole their phone this holiday season. By the way, when we say stole their phone, we mean steal the phone, press subscribe on to our show on their phone, and then give it back to them. There is a chance. Sometimes we're leaving that stuff out. There is a chance that a lot of people are going to start their new year with us, Jeff. I hope so. Me and you. Oh yeah, because we, we comes out because yeah. we record. You know, like depends. It depends on when they listen. Summer Wednesday. If this Thursday, is New Year, Friday. if it's New Year's, you listen to this. Happy Farvin New Year. Is it the new decade? Is it the Seinfeld Newman thing? Did this decade start now, or did the decade start? It's twenty twenty. It'll be twenty twenty one. I know, but you know what I'm I, saying. I, I would say that's the start of a new decade. Yeah. So not last year. Twenty twenty wasn't the new decade. Oh, I oh, so it's year zero of the new decade. Correct. I don't know. I don't care. But that's a good point. Just get this freaking year out of here already. Okay. Huck, I picked your Titans at seven and a half. Uh, King Henry, MVP, looking like he would need a five-touchdown game and a couple of nuclear bombs to get it. Uh, how do you feel about your team going into the playoffs if they can make it? Because I got the Super Bowl odds for you after this, and it's pretty spicy if you think they can win it. He's not getting MVP. No. No, zero chance. They are going to win this game, though, big, yes. I think. Now, what, so that was a brief and if, bright MVP if, Henry campaign. If they can get, yes, it was. <laughs> Short, nine sweet. days. It had a chance. Nine days. At kickoff Sunday night. Mahomes laid the egg. Mahomes laid the egg. And he needed to smash Rodgers. Little snow cost us, Huck. But Titans, uh, sorry, Huck Daddy, if yeah, you I like. I want to hear these. Because, because they're not in yet, they need to win that game. You get a little spicier odds. So we've been talking about Super Bowl odds this whole year because we like to use actionable intelligence. As in, like, rather than just talk the whole show, we give you our picks. We give you some props picks. But we also we're like, hey, we're talking about who's better and stuff because it's important and you can wager on it right now. And ideally end up with multiple teams in the final four for a thousand bucks on like 50 bucks if you get them at the right time. 
I'm so, getting my live bet ready, Hugh, because if there's somebody, we're going to do another so live bet. So if you bet. like the Titans to win the Super Bowl, they're plus 2,800 right now. So they would need to win this game, get into the playoffs, and then obviously, you know, win some games. But if you get if you get them 100 bucks, pays 2,800. Let's say they win their first playoff game, and now they're going into Kansas City as like the five or six seed going up against Kansas City. Well, we all saw that game last year. They could win that. Well, you got them... So you got them to win a couple games. They don't have to win these seven-game series. It's not like beating LeBron two, four times in, in, in 10 days. It's one game. It's a couple fumbles and a block kick sometimes. So that's why the long odds for these teams that are in the bottom half of the playoffs aren't nearly as crazy as you think. Yep. For the most part, usually the top teams get into the playoffs or get into that Final Four. But now there's not four teams with a bye. Usually at least two or three of those bye teams made it to the Final Four because the bye is so important. Now only two teams have a buy, so the teams. But I've been looking at the Browns at plus six thousand. Oh, that's not high enough, bro. No chance. At plus six thousand, Stefanski's going to outcoach himself. Ten dollars. Ten dollars will get you six hundred dollars. Okay, well, poo poo, hush hush, whatever. If they win that that first playoff game, which could be against the Steelers, winnable game. Now they're in the final four of the conference, and you got them at ten dollars to win six hundred, and you can start putting a hundred bucks against them each time. If you think about it like a stock market, these futures bets can really pay off. Hawk, what do you think about the Titans at plus twenty eight hundred? Yeah, take it. Right? Uh, I mean, I kind of knew he was going to say that. <laughs> uh, so here's a here's a funny stat: the Ravens are only at plus thirteen hundred. We got or plus fifteen hundred, plus fourteen hundred, for fourteen between thirteen and fifteen. That's the other one I was looking at. Uh, that's actually terrible. Half the Titans, they're they're assuming they got the much easier game. Yes, they're basically that's Vegas saying they're in. So if they go five, if they win who, the game, they're in. The four, and they're going to win. So they're who's in. Who's the low division winner? It's going to be the, the Colts or the Titans. Oh man, yeah. Or maybe Pittsburgh, or possibly Pittsburgh. But let's say it's either any one of those teams. A lot of the same team. The Colts are going to be 11-5 and five and miss the playoffs. Whoa. Wow. Huck making a statement. Has that ever happened? Was it was Matt Castle's Patriots? Oh, my God. How is this guy's freaking name mentioned twice know. on this show today? I think he sells wine now. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of former athletes do, by the way. Bledsoe? Yeah. Um, it was. And that's uh, on the heels of the what the story I just yeah. told the year Brady was out yep. in 08. God damn. Look at that. Anyway, just some stuff to look at. I was preaching before the Detroit game on Instagram. Take uh, Tampa Bay at plus 1,500, plus 1,400. It was plus 1,600 some places. It's now plus 1,100. So it it didn't go down as much as I thought it was going to. I said it was going to go down to plus 800. Either way, look, Seattle's good. Packers are good. But I'm going to get to this in my quick truth of the week right now. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Folks, truth of the week is the most, this is the most important time of the year to forget your recency bias. Try to forget the feelings you have about teams right now. Because at the end of the season, it gets almost tiring if you do this stuff as much as we do. You know, the ups and downs of teams that let you down, they let you, they don't let you down. And then you're just sort of fresh on the teams that have made you money recently. So this is why everyone's down on the Chiefs right now. They are 14 and 1. Okay? They're 14 and 1. They lost by a shekel to the Raiders. And everyone's down on them. 
because everyone, because people like easy money. And I, and I get it. I, that's why I have, even as a Bills fan, that's why I've loved the Patriots for 15 years because they were easy money for a long time. But you know when they weren't easy money? When they had the best team ever. When they were two, the 2007 Patriots were undefeated. And it, towards the last, uh, in the last six games of the season, they only covered the spread once. And everyone was kind of mad at them. Because you like easy money. Like, it's the best team in the football. If I put them on my ticket, they should win me money because that's simplistic football, right? But Vegas counts for that. And it's, it's tough to beat the Saints by four points in the Superdome. It's tough to beat an up-and-coming Dolphins team playing max effort against Super Bowl champs. You're also the champs. You're getting max, you're getting everyone's best punch. But we saw this last year. We start to, it becomes an echo chamber because half of the teams in the league just disappear from the news cycle next week. And we just start hearing the same eight stories about the same eight teams. Last year, it was no one could stop the Ravens. Nobody could stop the Ravens. But then you forget that they can't really throw the ball, and they haven't really been tested too much. And it was Lamar Jackson's like 11th game. And they were very vulnerable. So I'm looking at the Packers uh, on Sunday Night Football, playing a good game against a team that doesn't have much of a pass rush, looking like... They can't be stopped. And just let me tell you, they're very vulnerable still. There's one thing I'll lead on, one thing I'll lead on that team. Devontae Adams, or so Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. That's the elite thing about that team. Otherwise, they're pretty good. What have they changed since the team that got smoked by the Niners twice last year? Not very much. They can run the ball a bit better. They lost Blake Martinez. So... The teams that just look great right now, I know it's good to be rolling into the playoffs, and that's why I'm very high on the Bucks. But just beware that these playoff teams are a lot more in the gray than you think. So just don't be thinking it's black and white. Oh, no one can stop the Packers right now. Oh, no one can stop the Bills right now. Yes, they can. These are very good teams in the playoffs, and these teams, a lot of these games are going to be decided by about three or four points. So be aware of the teams that the echo chamber is going to convince you of is unbeatable. And also beware of the teams that the echo chamber is going to tell you may as well not be in the playoffs. Okay? The Cleveland Browns, yes. Bad game against the Jets. New coach. But a tough, tough running game. And Miles Garrett and some pressure. They're a tough out. They can beat teams. Um, Seattle and Tampa. Uh, even the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Anyway, uh, just beware, because the, the, this year's Packers remind me a lot of last year's Ravens. And uh, it's just, the, if you take yourself out of the micro of the season and think of the macro, yes, the Chiefs have been struggling to cover the spread, and you're mad because they didn't make you easy money. But realistically, the only t- they're the only team in a stacked AFC who's going to be on their couch for the next four days with ice bags, watching tape, and getting ready to smash whatever team that you think is better than them just because they haven't covered the spread and made you that easy money. All right, seen it before with the Patriots, and they went all the way to the Super Bowl. So, and they lost by a helmet catch. So just beware of sleeping on the Chiefs. Andy Reid had one goal in mind this year. Get the bye. He didn't care what his record was. He didn't care how much money he made you on point spread. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Okay. Uh, any thoughts to that quickly? Uh, no, I, 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 I get it. I hear it. I'm going to apply it as best I can. Um, that's as much as I'm going to say. Fair. Save for next week. The week. 
Very excited for our playoff episode next week. Uh, we'll be going live uh, on Sunday morning and getting you ready for your tickets early and often for props. It's 10.30 in the morning, enough time to watch our show, join in the fun, and then go make your tickets literally when we go. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be a good time. That'll be next week. Yo, uh, holler at uh, us if you have any pools that you guys are in. Playoff yeah. pools, brackets. I've sure. always done well in those. Absolutely. Willing to cut you in if I get the pie. Holler at me, at Weird Mike, for any playoff pool action. Uh, big shout out to the CFL and Chris Shavolsky, who might get his Arizona playoff game, basically. Fascinating. Let's see if he can get those Cardinals into the playoffs. Fascinating. Because I did call that at the end of the year. I'd like to be right. Um, happy birthday to Kristen Dewar, our co-producer here at Huck Media. Uh, and Skip. Skip's birthday and also. And Skip Daddy. Uh, check out this, by the way. Uh, some friends of mine run a real fun Instagram account. They're called The Three Eaters. They like to cook uh, using an egg and a lot of other wicked stuff on the barbecue. A and green egg. Part, a green egg. And they got a little baby Emma. She's a cutie, and she's one of the youngest Bills fans I know. Also, a uh, little mini Harris over there. I saw her. We got to get her a mini table. Yeah. Big time mini tables for all these mini Bills mafia. Uh, let's get that two seed Bills mafia. Rise up. So this is at the underscore three eaters. And they just do a lot of fun sort of football stuff. It's a fun food account, posting food and drinks to make people happy. Uh, plus, they have a cute Bills fan kid that somewhat helps them prep, prep and eat the food. <laughs> and they're going to have some special Bills-inspired posts for every game day. So, like, squish the fish. We might get some sort of, like, literally, like, I don't know, squished Shrimp cocktail or something. Pound some swordfish. Either man. way, it's my buddy Nolan. We've, we had Bill season tickets for uh, all, a lot of the pre-pandemic years, and we will have them again because we miss going so badly. Uh, we used to go to Brock, party at Big Bucks, wake up in the morning, go drive to the Ralph, throw on the barbecue. You were there, Mike. And Phil I was, was, Phil I was, was driving. Phil was beauty because you'd always have like B, like BLTs with like thick cut bacon for breakfast. Real bacon. Then we drink our faces off. Brent goes through a table. Someone gets kicked out of the game. And we all meet back in the fourth quarter and eat again because Phil's really good with the food for partying. Follow him and his wife, Kayla, at the, at the Three Eaters. And we got our beer of the week for Huck Daddy, who drinks like a fish who's fallen out of his aquarium. <laughs> Uh, this is from uh, at the beer bud official. All right. Through a collaborative effort between Nickelbrook Brewing out of Burlington, Ontario, Canada. Hashtag buy local. By the way, our beer drinkers are loving this. I'm getting a lot of messages about our beer of the week. So if you got a beer of the week, send it into at beer bud official. Uh, and anyway, and the society of beer drinking ladies comes all zest up and no place to go. <laughs> all zest up. And no place to go. Described by the brewery as a little IPA, and after I drink a few, I pee a little. <laughs> Boy, Lee. Yeah, so Lee's one of my buddies. He's in his mid-30s, just like me, and he sits cross-legged more than a kindergarten student. Uh, is that why we're such good friends? Me and him? Is, you, do you sit cross-legged, Big too? cross-legged. I don't know. I think you can actually do it, though. I feel like you're like a half-cross-legged, uh, half-laying-down person. I swing half the torso That's what I mean. It. He's actually like yoga pose watching a football. Oh, you're thinking cross-legged on a... On a he, the, dude, he sits uh, on the couch, and his feet are not on the couch. Oh, uh, no. And I'm the, the, the cross-legged. It's crazy. Like, my hips explode looking at him. My apologies. Anyway... Uh, it's described with the brewery as a little IPA, and after I drink a few, I pee a little. 25 cents from each can sold goes to the Canadian Women's Foundation at only 3.2% ABV, which Huck told me stands for... Alcohol by volume, I'm Jeff. a far of an idiot sometimes. Uh, 
alcohol by the volume. Thanks for knowing, Huck. Actually, he wrote that. You can crush this drink and juicy brew all night long. The perfect date for a socially distant New Year's Eve. Yeah. Whole lot of whacking off going on this New Year's Eve. <laughs> Be safe wherever you're whacking it, folks. Giddy up. Drop the ball. Hit up Pornhub. I think premium's still free. Week 17. We don't do it because it's easy. We do it because it's hard. <laughs> I'll be at Buck Media and check out Ben, o ben underscore openly for the Craigslist Marketplace. Only 1% juice. Be the house. Huck Daddy, we love you. Go Titans. Woo!